Hello and welcome to Career Move Secrets, a brand new podcast for active job seekers and the career-minded. In each episode, I'll interview a special guest from my global network. Guests will include seasoned recruiters, experienced hiring managers from companies big and small, and successful individuals who have developed great careers through making great career moves. My aim is to uncover and share my guests' unique perspectives, their insights, and their insider advice on job searching, interviewing, and career enhancement. My name is Tony Talbot, and I've been working in the recruitment industry as an international headhunter for over 20 years. I'm the creator of CareerMoveSecrets.com, a step-by-step online course for job seekers that I designed to be the ultimate guide to getting hired in the hidden job market. I will add my perspective to the conversation, and together with my guests, we hope to provide some genuine, actionable insider advice that will help you execute your next career move. Thanks for joining us today. Hello and welcome to episode six of Career Move Secrets. And today we're going to have a, a HR perspective. And I think we've got a very good one because um, today we're going to speak to Tom Hark, who's the director of the HR Trend Institute. And he's also got, a, I think, a, a well over 30-year career in, uh, in, in uh, HR behind him in multinational organizations. Hi, Tom. How are you? I'm fine. How are things in, uh, in the Netherlands? Well, today the, the sun is shining, so that's good. <laughs> and uh, we can, uh, well, things are getting back to, not to normal, but are normalizing a little bit. So it's not too bad, uh, I think, at the moment. Are, are you guys locked down or is it uh, a little? Yeah, we, 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 they called it uh, an intelligent lockdown first. And then they, they started calling it an intelligent lockout or something like that. So we are now in the intelligent lockout but we know we were never really locked up uh, for example i'm a runner i i've always been able to run mm. uh that's for me important and uh, so so yeah they do things which fit with the dutch uh, culture i would say so we don't like policemen on the street or ro- I, I saw this morning a little uh, video of a robot in singapore and a, a robot dog that comes to you in the park. <laughs> I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. Uh, <laughs> well, those type of things don't work here. <laughs> no, we're similar. They've, 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 they've talked. About, we've been locked down. They called it lockdown, but yeah, uh, it yeah. hasn't been overly enforced. And and now we're into a state where uh, they've just lifted the restrictions, and we're going to have to see how that all yeah, works yeah. out. But uh, yeah, interesting times, isn't it? Um, but you and your family are well, uh, anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And Tom, obviously, you know, we know each other from, from the dim and distant past, um, but the listeners will not know much about you and, and you have a, a very rich background. Could, could you give us a, a, the potted history of your career? Yeah, absolutely. So, so uh, uh, let's say I'm educated. I think that's, that's always relevant as, an, as a psychologist, an experimental psychologist. So that's a, a long time ago, but the, the, those were the days of the first artificial intelligence and and computers, and so I'm 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 educated in that area, and uh, th- that was always has been uh, useful. Uh, then I, I I started my career in in human resources, so I've always worked in the human resources domain, and worked in uh, in companies like Philips Electronics, where I, I started as a as a trainee in recruitment, in fact. I worked for KPMG, and then uh, uh, I did two big chunks in an executive position in HR, 
in uh, Aeon uh, Insurance Brokers, where I was the globe, uh, the, yeah, the, the HR lead for what they call the rest of the world, which was everything outside the US and the UK. So that was Europe, Asia, Africa. So I, then I started traveling around the world. Mm. Super company, growing company, lots of acquisitions. And, and then I became the global head of HR for Arcadis, which is a, an engineering consulting architectural company, uh, which, which has about 27,000 employees around the world. Also, mm. uh, I worked there seven, eight years in the years when I was there, growing lots of acquisitions, uh, uh, a super nice company to work for. I stopped there in 2014, so six, six years ago. Uh, and then I founded the HR Trend Institute. Uh, and there we are, you could say, trend watchers in the domain of people and organization. Mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, yeah. I watch the trends and I talk about it. I write about it. So on my, on my blog and elsewhere, you can read uh, what I write. Uh, I talk about it at uh, conferences uh, and I work with HR teams, often in the setting, for example, when they go on their offsite or their virtual offsite these days, they want some outside in views. Uh, they invite me to, to inspire them to share some of my thoughts. Uh, so that's what uh, what I'm doing. So background in international HR, I've always, you could, in, 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 yeah, for most of the companies I worked for, I traveled around the world. That's what I like. I, today, that's unfortunate. It's not possible, but mm. uh, 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 and, and, yeah, that will come back uh, hopefully. But uh, I still like to do that uh, to travel, meet a lot of different people, work in different cultures. Uh, and today, I'm 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 very much interested in what's happening at the you could say at the front of HR development, so innovations and HR tech, uh, also a lot of uh, of uh, people uh, people analytics and those type of things. So that's uh, what's keeping me busy. Yeah, it sounds very busy, and it sounds like you're 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 at the forefront of the HR industry. I know you're you're very much a voice of the industry, and uh, uh, you know you're you're regularly on podcasts and uh, and other things. So you you have a real finger on the pulse. How do you feel that the HR industry is going is reacting, if you like, to to this COVID nineteen uh, pandemic. Yeah, from the industry, that still has to be seen. I think so. So I, I don't know exactly. Uh, of course, as uh, HR is generally, it's the first. The first is the operate the the the, the, oper the day to day operation. So many HR people and HR teams are super busy with. Yeah, the current situation. So that's mm. more people working remote, and how do we keep in touch with people, and how do we keep in contact? And now it's back. It's about how how if people come back to the office, and how do we redesign the offices, etc. Mm. So I think that's one element you see a lot, and that's very important huh, because the, the 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 connections to the people and the well-being that's super important. Mm -hmm. uh, what I would, uh, in a sense, hope for, but what I also expect uh, is that this crisis also acts as a as a kind of incubator and so that that's that's through this crisis many of the developments that were already ongoing are accelerated and so i think that is a big opportunity as well also for the industry and, and you see that already starting but uh, uh, 
generally HR is not too fast in the uptake of new developments. That's the, <laughs> uh, I think, uh, yeah, that's unfortunate, but that's what, that's what you've seen. I think, and uh, now partly forced by the external circumstances, yeah, well, there, there's no choice. So we have to accelerate new developments and well, innovations, technology can help a lot. So I think big opportunities at the same time, of course, uh, uh, there are there are big issues at the horizon, so that that's that's not uh, yeah we we should face that. Yeah, problems often create opportunity, don't they? They they necessitate change, and and I certainly get the sense that we're having a lot more. Um, you know, this home working revolution is is going to uh, is going to persist a little bit because, yeah, maybe the days of of very big um offices and getting everybody mm-hmm. in one office maybe those days are over and you know I, I know you know even a cardis one of your old employers was pretty good at that i got the sense that they mm-hmm. they didn't always force everybody to to be in the office five days a week they they had more more uh, freedom than that no, but the, 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 what, and what 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 the challenge is is uh, uh, th- that you also have to transform in a sense that you that you have to develop new ways of working. So that's mm. not only about technology, but you also have to 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 redesign what you're doing. And initially, what you what and, 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 and that's what you expect. But what you see is that more or less old practices are automated. Eh? So mm. uh, say okay, well, we we in, in the domain of recruitment. Uh, people say, okay, we cannot have a face-to-face interview, so mm. we will have a video interview mm. and not change anything else in the process. But 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 there are, and this is a moment, so, well, maybe just a video interview is, is not what it takes. And does that give our candidates a good experience? Mm. Uh, for example, I was, I was talking to people of a consultancy company the other day. They used to have business, they, they run business courses for talented students. Mm. And, and they, generally, that's on a nice location, three days. And they fly out to uh, Milan or uh, London uh, if it's, uh, and, and they work on a case, but it's more about bonding, getting to know the company. They see uh, students in action, uh, and, and then they pick out the best. And many of the consultancy companies do that. Now they cannot do that physically. Well, yeah, you you can try to replicate that online, but, but uh, well, yeah, maybe you do should do something totally different, uh, and that's an again an opportunity because then maybe you can distinguish yourself from 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 from, from the rest. Yeah, it's tough, isn't it? I, I you know, I've noticed actually Zoom interviews speed up the process bizarrely. I am still doing little bits of recruitment, and, and mm-hmm. where where previously, you know you had a three-stage interview process which involved you know eventually meeting a ceo and the and the diary management was dreadful and it took you know three months uh, yeah, to get yeah. there uh yeah. now now you can do that same process in a matter of uh, a week or or, or yeah yeah, days. yeah. Uh, but it is a different experience for both the candidate and for the employer yeah. it's a it's a hugely different experience and you know the recruitment process i always advocate has, gives both sides reassurance the reason it is a process rather than just a, you know, a, a, a one-off is is to mm. is to sort of get both sides to realise that this is, you know, to go from a very cold start to a situation where they're warm yeah. and and like each other and trust each other. Which, but if we would start saying, and we won't have time for it now, but if you start saying and saying, okay, how can we give people a better experience? Mm. For example, use 
uh, virtual reality. Uh, uh, let's give them a tour through the office uh, 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 in a different way. Mm. Or uh, let them experience what we're doing in a gamified way. Uh, uh, let's uh, make sure that at least uh, the psychological tests or other capability tests they are doing are really uh, tailored to our business. Mm. Uh, so, so immediately and those opportunities are there the tools are there uh, most of the time they're not used enough and this is an opportunity to do that and then at the same time increase your selection uh, the, the, the quality of your selection so I think that, that that's what, what, what yeah, some companies are doing that but they're, 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 they could do a lot more yeah, I've certainly used a lot of behavioral testing in, in my recruitment processes in the past and psychometric testing. And I think, you know, it can be a real uh, added benefit to the decision-making process. Um, maybe it has to be even more so if, if you don't have that direct uh, contact with people, you know, through, through a face-to-face meeting, mm-hmm. maybe you need to use more of that. But what's your sense, Tom? You're obviously much more, uh, you, your, your peer group is is more the sort of, you know, global HR directors and what have you. What's your sense of, of where the market's at? Are, are most companies on a recruitment freeze? What's your, what's your feeling? No, I think, I think, uh, 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 again, clever companies, as, as we know, they use bad times to recruit eh? mm. because there's not this is in a sense you could say a good time to recruit uh, because there are paid people available on the market and there's there's a shift so what i i, I see some companies of course freeze totally eh? uh, companies that are highly affected by the business and uh, by the situation by the crisis for example uh, in the netherlands uh, or it's an international company but a company like booking.com yeah, they, 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 uh, their business has, has not stopped, but but has dropped tremendously. So they are uh, they have not fired a lot of people yet, but 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 people are fleeing uh, away from booking. Good quality, and they have good quality. Uh, for example, developers, people in IT, people in customer service. So those there are people well educated, international working at one of the top companies in the world booking, they are looking for a new job. And you see uh, uh, other organizations, for example, governments, uh, to, to take one example, uh, there are many areas in government that are looking for people at this moment. Uh, and there are, are other companies who are looking for people, especially also in the technical arena. Uh, mm. So you see them starting to say, we can suddenly find people uh, 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 we could not, uh, we could not uh, find earlier. So it's a mix. Overall, of course, uh, the, the 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 natural tendency is to to, to freeze. But clever companies, they, they they look how they can get the best people out of the market, and they might even use. But I, uh, they, they don't say that, but they might even use this opportunity to to increase the total level of their uh, staff pool. Yeah, I agree with that. I think it's a very interesting take on it, and and the the robust companies, um, the ones with a, a you know a, a long term plan uh, and the funding mm. to achieve that plan are, are definitely, I think, uh, doing those sorts of things. If you were a candidate today, what what would you do in order to get in front of these sorts of businesses? Well, I think. Uh, uh 
uh, I'm going to say no, nothing revolutionary <laughs> here, uh, but but one is about visibility and proactivity. Eh? Mm. Uh, so if you wait until something happens, you know, yeah, nothing is going to happen most of the time. So make sure you are visible. That's that's one thing. You, I'm, 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 you can talk a lot more about that, but still. Uh, I advise quite some people, they ask me, hey, can you have a look at my LinkedIn profile? Or, well, generally, I, I, there's a long list of improvements I can mm. suggest to people. Right? So, so even the photograph. And say, so the simple things people should do. Make sure you're visible. Make sure your profile is, make sure that the right keywords are in your profile so that at least also intelligent machines can find you. Yes. Then, uh, as I talked a couple of minutes ago, and you can start looking, thinking about where are companies that are looking for people at the moment? Where are people, uh, where are organizations that could benefit from my capabilities? Mm. Uh, and then I should start uh, finding ways to approach those uh, companies or to let know that you're uh, uh, available or uh, make sure that you're visible in another way. Eh? By, for example, yeah, I don't know, publishing articles or, or, or sharing information uh, uh, that is relevant for those type of companies. Yeah, definitely. It, I, I don't know you, you yeah. whether you would share this view, but I, I get the impression, you know, and, and Acardis was a good business at doing this. You know, companies they don't. I, I'm a recruiter, and I'd I'd love you to want to use me for everything, but of course you don't. Mm-hmm. You you want to save money. You want to recruit yourselves. You'll use somebody like me for a very senior. A strategic role that you think perhaps needs a lot of um, legwork in order to to find the right person for, but generally speaking, you would prefer uh, candidates to be uh, freely available to you and without a fee. Um, it's your sense that companies are very open to a direct approach um, from people that are highly relevant to them. I think absolutely. Uh, I think many organisations today already. Uh, many candidates come to those organizations via referrals. And so, uh, uh, and that's often up to 30, 40%. Where, and, and they even uh, reward their employees for the referrals. They say, we are looking for people. Look in your network. Uh, uh, and, and if you have uh, uh, candidates that fit with us and, and we hire them, well, you get money or you get something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they combine that sometimes with clever technology because if i ask you uh, here is a profile do you have do you know people in your network well if your network is big you you, you will know but there is intelligent software today that can help you to look in the network in your network where are appropriate candidates mm. um, so it's technology and people but this so, so yes referrals are very important then of course the people in your organization should know that you are looking for people so it's a communication element as well Mm. Uh, uh, i mean just sending a cv in an envelope or in an email saying here i am do you want to hire me that might be effective but there are other ways uh? so so uh, uh, make sure that the people that people in your network know one way or another, that you might be open for new opportunities. Yep. Because those people have other connections and those people work in companies. And, they, and and I'm asked very often, Tom, do you know people for this position? Then I would like to refer people 
at least people, preferably I refer people I know because yes. I don't like to refer just people saying, okay, well, yeah, I don't know. Because it, it also has to do with my credibility. Yes. Uh, if I recommend someone, yeah, then, then people should not say, hey, Tom, uh, thank you for your recommendation. <laughs> but so I see pro, companies like proactivity. Yes, yeah, they absolutely do. I, I agree. And I think, you know, if you're vouched for by somebody that they know, like, and trust, then some of that, uh, some of that credibility is transferred to the candidate straight away. And it's, uh, you know, it, it, it's fantastic. So, yeah, I think uh, I agree with all of that. You know, be visible on LinkedIn, uh, connect with people um, directly, have communication with them directly. And, and quite often they will pass that to another person in the business and sometimes even incredibly to a person in another business that they know that is looking it's if you're not if you're not proactive in your approach if you're just reactive and you just go into other people's processes recruiters processes yeah. or just apply to ads online you really miss the the majority of the market. but you can uh, it's it not necessary oh you don't have to be upfront all the time saying i'm looking for a new job i'm looking for a new i've i've in the past hired people who first cleverly, cleverly started to connect with me. For example, by retweeting my tweets a couple yes. of times, making a little comment, suggesting to me, "Hey, Tom, this is a nice article. You might like it." So, and they, they did that for a couple of months. Not, not, uh, 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 and then I, I started to notice those people, and I think, "Hey, this is someone who is, uh, uh, yeah, that might be an interesting candidate for a position." And then, and, and those people did maybe not do it on purpose initially, but when they were looking for a new opportunity, eh, they had already in their network the context they, 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 they had warmed up. Uh, and I think that's a very good way to do that. It's a perfect way. Funny enough, you know, the, the Career Move Secret course is, is, you know, there are a number of modules based on on that very approach yeah. and how you do it. Because, of course, the, like everything, there's a right way to do things and there's a wrong way. Yeah, yeah. Um, and understanding the psychology behind it and doing it in a way that, um, yeah, is is friendly is interactive, um, but is not demanding. You know, it, it, it takes a bit mm -hmm. of subtlety. You need to know what you're doing. But um, yeah, people recruit people they know uh, that they like and they trust and, and yeah. you have to come into somebody's sphere of influence into their network in the right way in order to be judged as somebody that they would like to uh, perhaps sit down with and have a conversation about. And you make mistakes. So that's that's why uh, you, uh, as, a, as a recruiter or as a company hiring, once you have candidates in the pipeline, then you should be very rigor uh, rigorously in your selection. So I, I made mistakes in the past. For example, I, I hired somebody who, who went to the same high school as I went. <laughs> I never met the guy, but he yeah, he already was sympathetic to me because he went to that same high school, right? and he, it was a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> We've all we've all had disasters in recruitment. It's it's an incredible, you know. It it is a human interaction. So it isn't. There's nothing perfect about any recruitment process or or hiring things. No, like, no. But just, getting rid of your biases is an important element, and that and I think there, uh, I'm I'm very much in favor of of combining a human and and machine intelligence to make sure that the biases are not, uh, uh, yeah, are, are are not too important. Yes, definitely. There is there is a case that that uh, generally the easiest thing or the most logical thing that people seem to do 
is they, they recruit in their own image, don't they? They hire people mm-hmm. who've been in the same sort of, that they can relate to. And, and that leads to terrible issues in diversity and you end up with, you know, identikit companies. And, and certainly some of the big yeah. consulting companies in the past have tended to recruit just out of the same universities, the same sort of, you know, the same people. And, and you end up with a particular type that that isn't great for your um, no. your business in the long term. But yeah, I, I think there are ways around that. I'm going to ask you to do a bit of future gazing, Tom, here. I know it's it's very hard to do. We're in this incredibly odd world at the moment. Um, we're hoping that we're going to, to, to roll out of it, and we're hoping that, you know, we'll eventually we'll get a, a vaccine. How, how do you see the sort of business world responding and, and, and the sort of the market moving forward for jobs? Do you, do you see there being a, a big bounce back once we're out of this? I, as you say, I'm not. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I can't look into into the future. My my expectation is it will be super tough. Mm. Uh, there will be many layoffs. M- uh, many companies won't uh, won't uh, survive. Uh, and and so also for many of the organizations, smaller and bigger. And uh, the question is, how can they? How big is their resilience? How how can they? Re- redesign themselves how can they adapt how can they be uh, and, and some companies will be able to do that uh, and, and some of them uh, will not and and we are now in that phase where uh, also it, it, let's say in the, I can view the Dutch economy but also elsewhere uh, where initially the government for example said we will support all the businesses but the prediction is it will last so long that they cannot do that so now it's a question uh, of companies, but also for individuals. How, yeah, how can you adapt? How quickly can you adapt? Uh, an industry where I'm active in myself is the, the conference industry. Uh, mm. big, conf- big, big conferences. I, uh, I'm often in HR conferences. Well, it will be quite a while before we can go back to big conferences. So, so yeah, uh, uh, w- w- what does the new you could say knowledge sharing or inspirational. What does that look like? Mm. And uh, and those companies that, and, and then it's back to the point, do you do the same old, currently what you see is people doing what they did in the past, now online. So you can go to an online conference. Yes. It's remarkable that still the conference is tomorrow and it starts at nine. Well, is that what uh, is that what people are looking for to go to an online conference that starts tomorrow at nine and then sits through the whole conference for a day or half a day? Mm-hmm. That's not innovation. That's that's replicating what you did in the past. So, mm-hmm. so that's not going to survive, and that's not necessary. Uh, but where is, for example, the Netflix of conferences where you can go? And that's there are some some early signs that uh, of companies that are investing in that. They say we have a catalog of brilliant uh, speakers mm. uh, uh, and you, you don't have to come tomorrow at nine, but you can access that anytime you want. Pay as a monthly subscription and there you go. But then you need a good library of all. But, but, but so, so I think it's interesting. It, w- it will be tough, but it's also interesting to see where are the companies, their organizations but uh, that, that, that uh, c- can uh, yeah, uh, reinvent themselves in a way that their business can grow. Yeah, absolutely. 
Tom, as, as ever, very interested in your thoughts on things and, and, and thank you very yeah. much for your time. Before you go, if people are looking to, to gain more information, how would they get in touch with the HR Institute? Yeah, it's, it's, it's very easy. They, they go to hrtrendinstitute.com hrtrendinstitute.com and there they can find the information or they link to me on LinkedIn, Tomak, LinkedIn, uh, and they can follow me and find information. So I'm quite visible. If you Google Tom Haak, then, then you can find the different uh, channels uh, very, uh, very easy. Perfect. Great. Thank you very much for your time, Tom. Appreciate it. Okay. Thank you for having me. Bye-bye. So some great insights from Tom there, particularly around how clever companies are going to use this coronavirus pandemic and crisis to actually up their recruitment, maybe even up their numbers and beat their competition to the right people. Um, You need to think that way too, obviously. And I think one of the things that Tom shared is that companies are interested in direct approaches, um, particularly if you can do that in a clever way, um, in a progressive way through social media and particularly through LinkedIn. If this is something that's interesting to you, you will find uh, that I have detailed this in great detail um, in my course, Career Move Secrets, in the full premium course. I really go through in detail how you can approach companies, how you can network with them, how you can get in front of your future boss and build a relationship. If that's something that's interesting to you, please do go to www.careermovesecrets.com and look at the premium course there. And of course, if you enjoyed this podcast and you would like to hear more, consider subscribing uh, because there are going to be more Career Move Secrets podcasts coming very soon. (laughs) 